hello to episode 13 of high scores and high spots your podcast home for all things professional wrestling and video games i am ryan your host of hosts and with me is my co-host my brother nathan well i tell you what i never wanted to play as a cat but now i can play as a cat kind of interested in playing as a cat we have got a lot of stuff to talk about today uh on the video game side we're gonna be doing the releases upcoming uh this week plus yes we're gonna be talking stray plus a couple other fun news stories that we have also we're gonna be talking uh some wrestling which is what we're gonna start with this week uh we're gonna be starting with rampage and smackdown as we always do uh uh so yeah smackdown was something yeah let's start with that ryan how how'd, how'd you like this show let's just jump into this show um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh not a lot happened on this show not not a not anything of consequence anyway um show kicked off with pat mcafee who is the best talker in the entirety of wwe uh no one in wwe can get a crowd riled up and like on his side like he can uh, the crowd does not ever want him. They don't ever, like, disrupt him. Like, he has the whole crowd in the palm of his hands. Um, and he is great. Uh, he did bring up the fact that him and Baron Corbin were, were roommates when they are on the Colts. And he talked about how Baron Corbin used to, be, uh, used to be a decent guy, and he worked hard, and he tried, and now he became WWE, and he became a douchebag. Um, <laughs> he said, I know this isn't TV14 yet, but douchebag Corbin – uh, which was hilarious. He is such a he he uses the internet in the right way, like you said when we were talking about it off the podcast. Um, he uses he knows what the internet's talking about, and then he'll always drop that shit on commentary or his promos. So um Baron Corbin showed up on the screen and basically said, I have chicken pox or something. I'm not sure what he said it was actually. Um, it wasn't chicken pox, but <laughs> he said he had what was it, monkey pox? Somebody said something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. monkeypox. Yeah, he said he had monkeypox, and so he was not going to be there. Okay, cool. What was this? Was weird because like he beats his ass, and then now he's saying I'm not going to show up. It doesn't make sense to me. No. Um, but yeah, he said he had monkeypox, so he, he's not going to be there. Then we had Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Uh, so we all saw what happened during their house show. Um, this match was not very good. I like Liv, and I am a very I'm a big fan of Liv, but her and Natalia just don't click. And, and this match was evident of that. They did not work well at all. Um, Liv Morgan ended up winning um, with a code breaker and then the Oblivion for the win. But yeah, this was not good. No, it was not good at all. Uh, Natalia, man, every one of people on the internet were talking about how this match, I was like, this match sucked. I don't know what match you guys watched, and I'm a huge Liv Morgan fan, but I would admit this match sucked. They did not do well together. There was a lot of sloppiness. There was just a lot of miscommunication. Um, and Liv, stop doing uh, insecurities, please. 
I love you. I like you. You're a great, I, I think you, you've got a good future, but stop doing insecurities. You miss it every single time. Like every time she never hits it. Um, and then uh, Kayla Braxton gets in the ring and stirs up shit again. Um, yeah. Basically saying, oh, you know, you weren't as dominant uh, over in Italia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dominant. What's, up? Well, what's up with that? I don't know. Like, Kayla gets in the ring and says, you know, your win wasn't as dominant as your house's win last week. And the crowd booed. Um, what is with, what, what happened? Why is Kayla Braxton the instigator now? Like, she's just trying to stir up shit like every single time. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Theory was interviewed backstage and he just kept basically saying, hey, I'm going to cost this in. Um, then Heyman showed up and I was like, oh shit, this is what I booked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Theory basically turned him down. Um, Heyman says, you know, cashing in on, on Roman Reigns makes no sense. Um, Heyman says, you know, you can work with Roman Reigns. And then you can set up a scheduled title match at a major event. And then uh, he gets on in theory, says, thanks for the advice, but, uh, you know, I'll cash in when I want. Um, I'll become the youngest undisputed universal champion. And then uh, maybe you'll, you'll be my special counsel. All right. Oh, Heyman's scared, apparently. He's, he's nervous. He's nervous. Uh, then we had Kofi Kingston and then Dave Woods dressed up as the Viking Raiders calling themselves the new raid. This was silly and stupid. It was silly. And, 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 uh, Kofi couldn't do a, a oh, man. uh, he, he couldn't do an accent <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, he sounded British or something. I don't know what the hell. I, I don't know what he was going for. Uh, it didn't work. It's so funny. Cause he did a fucking Jamaican accent for half his career. Yeah. But he can't do any of the other accent. Um, then the real Viking Raiders came out, um, and then uh, Wood said, U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. I haven't heard that since middle school. <laughs> and then the crowd repeated it, and I was like, man, WWE crowds just do whatever the fuck they say. It's like a paid audience. It's like a studio audience. Like, they will laugh when yeah. they put the laugh, and applause when they put the applause sign up. They will literally chant anything that the fans want, the wrestlers want them to. It's insanity. Who, what? <laughs> uh, and then they uh, use their shields, which are very flimsy, by the way. Those shields suck. Yeah. Um, but then Jinder and Shanky attacked the biker race. So it was all set up. And Woods and Kofi attack them. And then uh, New Day music hits. And then uh, they all start dancing, except for Jinder. But Jinder, uh, you know, looks like Jinder's going to start dancing. But they cut away. So we didn't see it. Yeah. Kayla's again backstage with Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther. Um, basically talked about what happened last week um, and talked about how he punished Kaiser. Um, and he punished him again. And then he punished him again. He told him, hey, take that jacket off. And then I chopped him in the chest. And then, uh, yeah, he said, you're going to wrestle him again next time, next week. And he's like, don't fuck it up, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we uh, is supposed to wrestle um against Lacey Evans but then Lacey Evans again does her shit um she gets in the ring and uh basically rips on the fans and then uh, walks out so Aaliyah was supposed to be there and sent back to NXT but now she's been on Smackdown two times in a row well I don't know if she got sent back to NXT they sent her back to the performance center. Mm -hmm. 
Well, she's been on the show twice now since then. But she hasn't wrestled, so. (laughs) True. Um, But yeah, basically, Evans just talks shit about the fans again, and then uh, she walks out. So, she got in the ring. Shouldn't the ref just started this match, and we should have had a fucking count? She got in the ring. She didn't get in the ring. If I was Aaliyah, I would have attacked her. Yeah, Aaliyah just stood there. Again, WWE, all the good guys are fucking idiots. She just stood there. Just beat her up. <laughs> like, roll her fucking, what the hell are you doing? You're going to let her yeah. talk forever, then she just gets out of the ring and we get just standing there. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty silly. Uh, and then we're supposed to have Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, but everybody's confused because the ring announcer says it's Ridge, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Isn't that supposed yeah. to be Sheamus? Uh, and then it was Ridge, and then it was like, what? <laughs> I, I don't know what happened here. I don't either. I thought I missed something because I was kind of, you know, skimming through this show, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It was announced as Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, but then the Raven Razor said it was Ridge, and then even McAfee and Cole were like, isn't this supposed to be Sheamus? But then Ridge attacked him, and then we're going. And I was like, okay, so does Sheamus not want a shot at the title, or... I was going to say, this was supposed to be for the title. Uh, but yeah, Drew wins, obviously. Pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we had Theory versus Madcap Moss. Remember last week, Madcap said he was going to put the briefcase in his mouth. He kind of did. He won. Then uh, he did win. Uh, before this, uh, Heyman talked to Madcap Moss. And, uh, did like the exact same thing he said to Theory almost. And then Moss turned him down, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Heyman's going to get another guy. Yeah. Um, before this match happened, we did get a video package on the Maximum Male Models. And next week, they're going to be revealing their 2022 Beachwear collection. But the big oh, special boy. guest, Maxine Dupree, will be there. Max's sister. Yes. There's another one. Uh, this match ends by DQ when uh, Theory used his briefcase on Moss. Uh, Theory has the mic and he starts talking about it, and then Sammy interrupts, and Theory goes, "What the hell are you gonna do? Your arms in a sling." But then the Usos come out, um, and then uh, Theory, uh, you know, tries to run away, and Moss uh, throws him into the ring post, and then Theory runs away. Then your main event of the evening, it was Jimmy Uso versus Angelo Dawkins, one-on-one. Uh, what a main event, let me tell you. <laughs> yes. Uh, Angelo Dawkins does get the win. Um, but after the bell, Zane and Cole and McAfee are obviously all saying, well, his shoulder was up. Um, and then they show, showing it, and obviously his shoulder was up the entire time just like on on Money in the Bank because WWE is going to run this into the ground. Like they always do. And then Adam Pearce comes out and says, look, Street Profits are mad at what happened to Survivors at, at uh, Money in the Bank. Usos are mad tonight. That's why we need someone to call it down the middle. Someone who who who's going to be the special referee. And he found, he found the perfect man for the job, and it's Jeff Jarrett. What the hell? Now, nothing screams down the middle – like the guy who used to hit everybody in the head with guitars. 
Well, not only that, until you told me this was in Nashville, this made absolutely zero sense. It came like, out of you know, nowhere. I was like, that came, yeah, that came out of freaking nowhere. I, I get it that they're in Nashville, but like such a weird, like it was just out of nowhere. It was like Jeff Jarrett, like no one saw that coming. No one saw fucking Jeff Jarrett as a special referee. Um, but yeah, so Jeff Jarrett will be the uh, special referee at SummerSlam. Yeah, so this is what ended the show. Weird main event. Well, not only that, but Jeff Jarrett ended the show in 2022. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, very bizarre. I was that. I, I was sitting there with my mouth open, like, what is this? What the hell? Uh, let's go to AEW, Ryan. Was it any better? So this was Fighter Fest Week 1 Rampage. Uh, we had an Arwitch World title match on this show. We kicked the things off with House of Black versus John Silver and Alex Riddle. House of Black was Malachi and Brody because uh, Murphy's gone. He's overseas wrestling somewhere doing a tour or something. Uh, he's either hurt or he's overseas. I don't know. Um, House of Black won this one pretty easily. Um, yeah. They, the Dark Order had a little bit of offense, but in the end, um, they win. Out of the match, House of Black are walking out to the back. They're going up the ramp, and then uh, Darby Allen dives onto him out from the top, uh, and then Sting just comes out and stares at Malachi. <laughs> right. <laughs> like... Darby Allen and fucking Brody King are beating the shit out of each other, and Sting and Malachi are just looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Very strange. And then Miro talks about um, going after the House of Black. So they're feuding with two people now? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Miro's definitely going out after the House of Black because he feels like it cost him the yeah. Atlantic title. They're also feuding with Darby and Sting. So I'm so confused. Is Miro a good guy now? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, anyway, yeah, that's happening. Uh, next up, for the ROH World Championship, we can't even make a bit of show with this. Uh, it's Jonathan Gresham defending against Lee Moriarty. Pretty good match. Um, but, of course, Carter turns heel, so he has to do a low blow. Um. Yeah, just you know, I don't like it when they turn heel. They have to change their wrestling style up. Like, Gresham doesn't need to do low blows. Yeah, uh, he did end up winning with the octopus stretch. Um, Tony Schiavone then inter- 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 interviews Gresham. Uh, Gresham says he's the best technical wrestler in the world. But then Claudio just shows up, and they just look at each other. And then uh, it's announced that they're going to go for the. They're going to have a match for the World World Title. So. That's how you get title matches in AEW. You just walk out to the ramp and look at the champion, and then you get a title match. Apparently. That's well, at least ROH title matches. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do anything to earn it in ROH. You just got to look at the champion. <laughs> now, a match will rule. It'll be a fantastic match, but uh, really weird out of nowhere. <laughs> no build. It's just going to happen. <laughs> Yep. Athena and Chris Statlander defeated the Renegade Twins very, very easily. Uh, this was a squash. Wayla Gary hit the ring after the match, and then they take her out. Jay Cargo and Kara Hogan come out, and they take out Athena and Statlander. Yeah, 
The heels made the run-in save. Yeah, I was so backwards. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Um, Stokely Hathaway um, is backstage. He finds Lee Moriarty, and he basically tries to tell him that he doesn't even Matt Seidel anymore. Seidel then comes in and says, hey, you're wrestling Dante Martin next week. Since when does Seidel have the authority to book matches? I think all the wrestlers do it with the way it seems. Like, what is <laughs> happening on this company? <laughs> um, to, to be fair, he said he got the match for him. Yeah, but it's just the weird way it comes off. It's like all these wrestlers just making their own matches. <laughs> um, then uh, the, the gun club are in the ring. Billy Gunn talks about the acclaim. Um, basically, uh, they talk about what they did. Max Cash and Anthony Bowens come out. No rap. They're just going to fight. They're, they're, they're serious as fuck. Um, yeah. Billy Gunn then says, hey, scissor me. <laughs> uh, and then they punch him in the jaw, and then everyone, uh, they, they start fighting a little bit, and then they run away, and then Castro does a rap, and he says Billy Gunn has a small penis. Yeah. Um, and so they're going to wrestle sometime. Uh, then we have our main event. Before that, we had the pre-match interview with Mark Henry interviewing the Lucha Brothers and Private Party. Uh, weird that this match is happening because there's no, again, no build to that. I, I get the build because Andrade has been feuding with the Lucha Brothers. So, like, yeah. but Private Party's still with him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're still they're I, still in his little group, I guess. I, I really didn't, they haven't acknowledged it at all. Because he started his own new group. So are they part of the loss in the Ronaldes, or is it, he had two groups? I'm so confused. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, pretty good tag team match, though, uh, between the Lucha Brothers and Private Party. Uh, Roosh came in while the referee was distracted, attacked uh, Penta from behind. Uh, but Phoenix was able – they were able to recover, and then uh, they get the win. So there you go. I like it. Rampage was better. Uh, next week we will be. Uh, it will be uh, ROH pay per view. That's for dishonor. So I'm sure we'll have because Rampage seems to be the ROH show. I'm sure we'll have something coming on the on ROH next week on the Rampage next week to build up to the <laughs> ROH show. Yeah, it um, they got five title matches set so far, so should be a pretty good show. Yeah, every title is going to be on the line. We'll be predicting it next week. Yeah, on a Saturday morning, we'll be doing our predictions. Um. All right, let's uh let's go around the indie world, Ryan. I guess not really indie, but we have uh we have the G one starting this week. Yeah, the G one started over the weekend. We had the first two nights uh, of the G one happen. Um, we'll go through uh, who won and who lost and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. Real quick, we're not gonna go through the whole card because uh, no, just the just the G one matches. But night one, uh, we had Aaron Hanare big bit get a huge victory over Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, in major up, major upset. Will Osprey defeated El Fantasmo in the D block. That was probably the best match of the night. Uh, Jay White defeated Sonata in B block, and Kazushka Okada defeated Jeff Cobb in the A block. Right. Jeff Cobb put up a fight. Thought he was going to get it done. Night two, we had Taichi defeated Tomohiro Ishii in B block. That's kind of an upset. Uh, another upset here. Toro Yano defeated Jonah by countout in A block. 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure every upset, like every match, was an upset in this on this show. Uh, Zach Saber Jr. defeated Kenta and C Block. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't know. What do you think? Is that an upset? I think it kind of is. I would say it would be. Yeah, Zach Saber Jr. is like a junior weight. And he's like a I mean, I mean Zach so. Saber Jr. did win. He did win the the New Japan Cup last year. So or this year, so he did have a shot at the championship. So I guess he is at that level, but still, seems like an upset to me. Um, and then the main event, Juice Juice Robinson defeated Shingo Takagi in D Block. So another upset. What a major upset. I mean, Shingo Takagi was the champion earlier this year. Yeah. And yeah, Juice Robinson beats him. What? Uh, so coming up this week, we've got two more shows. Night three will have Lance Archer, both versus Bad Lock, Fallway, and A Block, Tama Tonga versus Chase Owens and B Block, Hiroki Goto and Naito and C Block, and Finley and Takahashi and D Block. And then July 23rd, which will be Friday night, Saturday morning for us. Kazushka Okada will take on Toro Yano in A Block. Okada will have his second match already before um, some people have their first match. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ishii, all these people will have their second matches. Uh, Ishii will take on Jay White in B Block. Zack Sabre Jr. will take on Aaron Hanare in C Block. And Yoshihashi will take on Shingo Takagi in D Block. Night six will be when Tom Waller and Lance Archer make their debut in this tournament. Um, I don't know why they're waiting so long to get to wrestle, but you know, whatever. Same with Evil and Great Ocon. Uh, they're not wrestling until night six either. Hmm. Weird. I, I it's, they've never done this many people. They're they they don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's your update. Uh, so currently, Okada, Yano, White, Taichi, Hanare, Saber, and Will Ospreay, Juice Robinson all have two points. Right. All right. Also, Tessa Blanchard made her return to the ring over the weekend. Yay. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, she wrestled at Hurricane Pro Wrestling. Um, I'm trying to find out. I forgot who she wrestled. Uh, Hurricane Pro. She, uh, she was in a triple threat match, I'm pretty sure. Um, no, she just took on Miranda. She defeated Miranda Elise. I don't know who Miranda Elise is, but uh, yeah, that's that's she's back in this company. I don't know if this is going to be like her current or her like home for a while. If she's going to get booked anywhere else, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, also, DPW, uh, their show Showdown in the Carolinas um, happened. Um, over the weekend. Uh, it was taped earlier, but the, it was finally shown over the weekend. I'll really quickly go through these matches. Donnie Ray defeated Adam Priest, Diego Hill, James Ryan, LeBron, Cazone, and Mason Miles in a six-way match. Kid Bandit defeated Sawyer Wreck in a golden opportunity match. That's essentially money in the bank. Uh, the Work Horsemen, Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake defeated J Chase Holiday and Sean Kemp. I, I didn't know Sean Kemp wrestled. Man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the DPW Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament semifinals match. Rachelle Rose defeated Promise Braxton to move on to the finals. Colby Carino defeated Cruel uh, in a hardcore match. 
BK Westbrook and Lucky Ali were taking on Jay Malachi. Jay Malachi needed a special partner. It was the DPW world champion, Bojack. And Bojack and Jay Malachi get the win. Rosemary defeated Savannah Evans in the other semifinal in the Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament. So it'll be Rosemary versus Rachelle Rose in the finals. For the DPW Tag Team Titles, NDA defeated Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed, who you guys might know from MLW. Uh, and then in your main event, it was the DPW national title final match. Calvin Tankman defeated Kevin Koo to become the first ever DPW national champion. So there you go. DPW rolling. Pretty good shit. Yeah. Pretty good shit. Um, that's about all the big stuff that happened over the weekend. Uh, there are a lot of shows, but we're not going to go through all the big stuff or all the small stuff. Um, no real. I mean, GCW had a show, but it wasn't anything big. Um, nothing, no titles changed hands, nothing like that happened. So, um, yeah, they had a couple shows, but nothing, nothing, no title changes. So, yeah, all right. Uh, I think that that might be it. Uh, everything else is there's not really anything big happening, uh, elsewhere right now, other than no, uh, not really, other than uh, New Japan, they're the only thing really uh, doing anything big right now. So, uh, there was a uh, there was this uh, a story about um, Aubrey Edwards, Ryan. Oh boy! Because apparently, been taken under a different name—not her name, but a different name. She has been taking down people's uh, uh, stuff on Twitter, like like whenever somebody says something bad about. Yeah. AEW so this is actually yeah. so there is a Twitter account. Uh, Jim Cornette talks about it all the time called uh, AEW botches. Um, uh-huh. The whole they just show a bunch of videos of botches in AEW because there's a lot of them, and you know, um, yeah, she, they have a series of Aubrey Edwards uh, called Aubrey Edwards Wrestling, where it's basically all of her stuff that she does, where she takes the shine away or is accused of taking the shine away of the wrestlers or all the crazy antics or facial expressions. And, uh, yeah, so apparently it's him more that she's targeting. Um, but, yeah, she's been accused of uh, taking down anti-stuff about her. Uh, anything that has her in it, she's been kind of taking it down. So Yeah, under the alias Donald Stevens. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, I don't know if you can get big trouble for that or not. I don't know. That's I don't crazy. think there's anything. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. I mean, why wouldn't I know it? I not understand why she wouldn't want to do it under her own name, but I mean, if it's DMCA, which is what they're claiming it is, anti-piracy, so it's obviously it's going to be someone that works for AEW doing it, so why don't you just put your own name on it? Like, if you're going to do yeah. that, I mean, that's the thing, and I I like some of the stuff AEW does, but they do seem to have very thin skin when it comes oh, yeah. to criticism. Like no matter what, everyone they they seem to take everything down, or they they're always like there to defend each other, and it's like it's the wrestling business. People are gonna fucking hate on you. They're gonna talk shit about you no matter what you do. You kind of have you gotta have thick skin to be in the wrestling business or any sort of celebrity, right. athlete, actor, wrestler, whatever it is. You gotta have thick skin because there's always be someone out there talking shit about you, and. Most, I'm not gonna say everybody, but most of the WWE got, and it's probably WWE tells them they can't, but they don't really get in Twitter battles with no name nobodies on Twitter like AEW people seem to do a lot. 
Uh, even Tony Khan will be there talking with people. And I'm like, I don't know if that's what you should be doing. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're the you're the president and owner of this company and you're on here yeah, talking on like. On one hand, it's good that he uh, stands up for his company. Yeah. On the other hand, it's like he kind of gets down on to the level of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, I, don't, I don't know. You're going down to the level of the guys that are talking shit. So you don't see Vince doing that. You don't see Triple H doing that. You don't see Stephanie, you know. Um, so I don't know. I, guess, I mean, yeah, it's a good thing that he's so passionate about his company and about his wrestlers that he's willing to defend them at all costs. But at the same time, it comes off sometimes as kind of like, dude, just there's going to be detractors. There's going to be people who are going to talk shit about your company. You just got to just ignore them. I mean, yeah. they've got to obviously have a huge fan base that are, I mean, their fan base, I would, on Twitter, we what I've seen, I've seen more people that like AEW than hate AEW. So, I mean, just, just forget the haters, you know, just, yep. just forget it. Um, yeah, that's a crazy story. I don't know what would come of that. Um, if anything, I don't think there's anything, anything really wrong with what, if it, if all Rivers did that, I don't think there's anything really wrong with it. It's just weird, you know? Yeah. All right, Ron, let's get into some video games here. Yeah, let's pick up the controllers, hit the sticks, and talk some video games. Um, I want to start with a story. Um, so the new Resident Evil uh, Netflix show is out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's uh, not doing good um, ratings-wise um, with, uh, with the online community. No. Uh, according on Rotten Tomatoes, um, it is it's got the lowest rating of any Netflix video game adaptation that's come out, or most video game Netflix shows. Period. Um, it's got a fifty percent critic rating, but a twenty six percent audience rating. All right. I I am going to watch the 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 series uh in the next two days here. And I'll have it done before uh, our next episode, and I will uh, give you a review, Ryan, and we'll we'll see how bad it yeah. is. I I am a Resident Evil fan, so I am going to be critical. Um, a lot of the reviews. Um, this one is from Ben Travers, who's a top critic for IndieWire. He says, for the majority of the eight episode first season, Resident Evil is a mishmash of ambitions, likely to satisfy very few fans of the franchise, whether they're fond of the video games, movies, or both. Um, a lot of people have said it's just confusing. Um, right. Uh, some people say it's, it's not engaging, uh, boring, uh, not enough story. Um, but then some people really like it. So I, I guess it's one of those things where it's just going to be your personal preference. I will try to check it out, too. Um, a lot of people are saying it's too angsty. It's like a young – they said that the teenagers are very annoying in this show. So right. we'll see what happens. Uh, but – I don't know if that's good for or for season two. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not, especially with especially with Netflix. They don't they don't mess around. Yeah. If a show has any bad reviews at all, they they uh Yeah, they'll they'll kick it out. Yep. Um so all right. Um uh Ryan. Yeah we, we were talking about wrestling a second ago. There's a there's a kind of a new wrestling game coming out next month. 
uh, I guess you'd call it a wrestling game. It is. Uh, uh, it's got wrestling in the title. Ro- <laughs> yeah. It's a battle royale style game, Ryan. Except instead of shooting people, you're uh, you're doing wrestling moves on each other in this city. It's kind of like Do- Knockout City, all those battle royale games. But yeah, you're doing wrestling moves instead. Yeah. This, so this was first revealed. Uh, that's what it was during the Game Awards uh, last year, uh, 2021. And that's always all a quick little trailer, and we've heard nothing from it since. Um, but Rumbleverse, um, the pro wrestling battle royale game, will be coming August. Uh, when did it say? When was it? August something? I'm just August. I don't know. August 11th. Uh, yeah, Rumbleverse. It's kind of like Fortnite. It's free to play, right? I guess free to play 40 person battle royale. All right. Um, I'll give it, I'll give it 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I will play, I will play two rounds of this. If I'll let you know if it's any fun. Um, it's like all the other free to play battle royale games, Fortnite, um, ball guys. Um, yeah. I don't know why, how it works. Cause if you're not shooting each other, that means like, I, I don't know. I'll check it out. I'll give it a shot. If it's free, you might as well. Um, but yeah, it'll come out August 11th for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, and PC. Sorry, Switch fans. Um, they are going to have uh, like a battle pass type of thing, um, obviously. But it will be the same as Fortnite because it is Epic Games. Um, it'll be the same as Fortnite uh, where it's just all cosmetic shit. Uh, the, the, the paying stuff won't affect the gameplay. It's just going to be cosmetic. So. I don't know. When I first saw this, it was interesting, but then they haven't said a word about it. I forgot it existed till right now. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, speaking of games coming, uh, more games are coming to uh, Game Pass this month, including as this is out today, July 19th. We've got three games coming to Game Pass. Uh, two of them are on all things. One's just PC. Ashes of Singularity Escalation is coming to PC. But as Dusk Falls and Watch Dogs 2 are coming to console, cloud, and PC. Um, nice. I've got As Dusk Falls already downloaded, ready to play on my P- on my Xbox. I am so ready to play that. Um, I will probably get Watch Dogs 2 because I did play the first one. So I might as well pick that up too and play it too. Uh, July 21st, uh, MotoGP 22 will be coming to all. And Torment Tides of Numenera will be coming to console and PC. And Inside... On July 29th, will be coming to console, PC, and cloud. So there are your new All games right. coming to Game Pass. On the other side, we've got five games leaving Game Pass July 31st. I'm going to be honest, doesn't seem like a huge loss for any of these games. Uh, right. Dodgeball Academic is leaving. These are all for console, cloud, and PC. Uh, Dodgeball Academic, Katamari, Damacy, Damacy Reroll. Womanese Remastered, Omno, and Raji, and Ancient Epic are all leaving July 31st. I've only played one of those, and that was the reroll. Again. And that game's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, those games are leaving, but again, as a Game Pass member, if you want to buy it, you save 20%. So, but yeah. Not a lot of huge games leaving. So, you know, get some good big games coming. Um, and, uh, not a lot weaving as thus falls by the way is an xbox exclusive um and is xbox game studios so it's the first game published by them this year so 
Um, we'll see how it goes. That's the first game that they published this year. All right. So I don't know. We'll see how that works. Um, um uh you speak you spoke of uh, inside. Uh that game, uh Ryan, is uh something that's probably the closest thing that people have been describing to this stray game. Uh Ryan, this game is exactly what you thought it was gonna be. But stray like yeah. a lot of people were thinking. A lot of people were thinking maybe there was going to be some action in here. Maybe this cat's oh. got super powers. Maybe no, you're it's a cat. A, <laughs> no, you're just a regular cat. Hey, um, you're just a homeless cat. That's it. It's not, it's not like anything special. Yeah, you know, and you're in a you're in a cyberpunk city, which yeah, I don't know why. That's weird. But you go up to robots. You do jobs for them. Like you can, they'll ask you to do something, like go get an item or something, and you just go get this item. There's some platforming levels. Um, and, uh, but they said that the weird thing about the platform is no actual jump button. So you basically just go through the level and you hit what it's basically like, almost like timed, like, uh, you know, like, uh, some of those games where like, I don't know where it'll say hit X now, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, it's not even challenging platforming. So this game is very short. They said, and it's, you know, short and sweet. It's got a nice story, apparently, somehow. I don't know how you have a story with a silent character, but okay. Um, <laughs> Not even a silent character, a fucking animal. <laughs> yeah. But apparently they said cat lovers will love it. So there you go. Uh, I don't know, man. It, that's a... I, look, I'm all for all kinds of games, but I don't know if I'm renting to play a game where I play as a cat. I don't just don't know how... I don't know. <laughs> if it comes to game pass i'll give it a whirl yeah not a very exciting though um <laughs> uh let's see what other video game stories we got um let's see here uh um not a whole bunch, honestly. A lot of it's just about straight. <laughs> I thought we had another one, another big one. Oh, uh, we, uh, last, uh, last episode we talked about uh, Skate uh, being live service and uh, not loot box. Now miners have... Uh, Data miners have come out and uh, said that they uh, have found evidence that there will be loot boxes in that game. So they lied. Yeah. So EA being EA. Now, will they use them? I don't know, but it's the, the, the code is in there for them. So mm. that's awesome. EA. Uh, speaking of EA, they've released ratings for the Madden. Um, if you're into that stuff, they're out. I don't really give two rats ass about who it's rated, who's rated high, who's rated what. Um, but the, the ratings have come out for the ratings have come out for receivers um, and like tight ends and stuff. So, eh. I mean, I'm, I'm not really into uh, uh, the ratings on Madden because that don't really matter that much. 
Um, but yeah, that's that 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 got released. We'll have Madden news for the next every day for the next fucking month. <laughs> they always right. do. They'll drop little shit all the time. Uh, there was a patch for 2K20 WWE 2K22 today, but apparently nothing happened, and it's not a very good one, and everyone's pissed off. So there you go. They have a lot of uh, issues in this game, um, and apparently they didn't really uh, uh, fix too much of it. So I don't know. Right. Um, yeah, it's not good. Um, the last DLC pack is out today. As you're listening to this, it is the whole damn pack. Um, Rob Van Dam, MGK, Commander Aziz, Zaylee, Sarai, and Logan Paul. Might be the weirdest group of people I've ever seen in one like listing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, any- that's the uh, <laughs> weird. <laughs> Uh, but I will uh, on the Thursday morning show. I will talk about that. I'll, I'll see what the patch was and the update and the DLC and uh, talk about it a little bit on that show. So there you go. Um, uh, also, Ryan, there's a, a game. Uh, you know the free game frame. Uh, well, guess what, Ryan? There's a new game come by the people that made Warframe. Guess what it's called? Soul frame. I know. Okay. Oh, well, so, that's... yeah. Might as well stick with the frames, I guess. Yeah, you know, uh, that's, that's their thing, I guess. Yeah, they, they uh, had their first look at that game. Uh, that's the free play. Uh, I'm not really sure what makes it that much different than from Warframe honestly so i mean but it's there um so uh elon musk has said that um soon um that steam will most likely be heading into teslas so i guess you know all day months ago um the nhtsa um were looking at them about having their uh video games in the car and and all this but apparently tesla don't give a shit and they're gonna roll out a full-blown steam in their cars yeah um but it does not allow you it is not available at all while it's driving even the passenger um games are not are even allowed to be functioned when driving it's only when the car is in park right um well, at least there's that so there's that but yeah steam's gonna be coming to tesla's hopefully said uh next month uh demos will roll out and they said hopefully they'll have the full-on steam library and everything in the, their cars so you could be playing you know uh some first run games here nathan in the tesla <laughs> yeah what the fuck what kind so, of world are we living in <laughs> i don't know dude it's nuts it is nuts um so Ryan, remember on Games Fest, Summer Games Fest, we had that Aliens game that they showed, and it was uh, I look the the the, the CGI made it look like, and it turned out to be something else. It turned out to be like a uh, top-down like Diablo 
style. With aliens. Now they're uh, a company has come out with a uh, aliens game in the work, and it is a first-person uh, single-player action horror game. Huh. So it's being uh, made by 20th Century Games, developed by Sir Servios, in partnership with 20th Century Games. So they, the uh, Servios usually does VR titles. So I don't think this is going to be a VR game, but uh, definitely. Definitely could be could be something. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, oh, never mind. It's being made for PC, console, and VR. Huh. And it's using Unreal Engine 5. So takes place between Alien and Aliens. So the old movies. Hmm. So there you go. Um, yeah, the other game that was Aliens Dark Descent, and it was a tactical... Top-down yeah. shooter. Yeah. yeah. So at least we're getting at least we're getting something to make up for uh for that uh letdown. So yeah. So Nathan, you 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 like to hear ridiculous titles for video games. Oh. Well, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh game coming to Switch. Oh. I am going to read off this title. Okay. Give me a second. <clears throat> the name of this game. This is the actual title. I'm not making this up. The actual name of this title is Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush Duel, Dawn of the Battle Royale. Let's go. Go Rush. <laughs> I'm... There's a bunch of exclamation points in there, too, by the way. Uh, there's like oh two exclamation God. points behind there. What the hell? Is that like lost in translation or something? Like, uh, it's, It sounds like Google Translator picked out the name of this. I mean, it's only going to be in Japan, I think, but holy shit. Like, <laughs> I think that might be just an issue of like the American, like trying to transfer that over. They don't know what the hell, it, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. I, uh, I think it's a Japan uh, only game, but I just yeah. have to say that. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is hilarious. Uh, All right. Speaking of weird names for games, Ryan, let's get to one of our favorite segments, and that is uh, releases. We get all get to get all the releases out for this week in video games. Yeah. So from July 18th through July 24th, uh, July 19th, we've got a new patch for Deadlight Bed Dead by Daylight. Um. Sure, that game still exists, apparently. Uh, July 19th, we've got Gloom and Doom uh, coming to Switch and Xbox Series X and I think PlayStation as well. Gloom and Doom, I don't know what it's about. It sounds like a, like a, one of those, it sounds like Zombies Ain't My Neighbors a little bit, though. Uh, with the name Gloom and Doom. Uh, uh, so don't get my hopes up, Ryan. I'm looking, man. You know what? Sometimes my internet doesn't want to cooperate when I want to look up something. Um, Gloom and Doom is a visual novel. Throw okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. It's a visual novel. Uh, it's a visual novel throwback to 90s slacker movies, slasher movies, complete with the solitude and sarcastic retorts with a supernatural twist. 
So it's a, hmm. it's a visual novel. Never mind. I Never not, mind. You, not, you did get my. I will not. You did get my hopes up. That. Uh, Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels. Uh, this is an expansion pack. Um, for the Hot Wheels uh game. Pretty fun game. It is a fun game. Uh, it'll have over eighty distinct Snapple track pieces, ten new cars. Um, plus. Uh, it'll take place in Mexico because that's where Forza Horizon 5, so the new tracks, all that stuff. So, right. um, yeah, I like also, how they keep also Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 5 is also going to have Hot Wheels stuff in its game. So, we got double cross play. You know, usually, you'll get one game that has stuff from a different game, usually, not both games flip flopping stuff. Like, that's yeah, that's something. Go ahead. Um, Endling Extinction is Forever uh, mm-hmm. is out for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One and PC. Uh, you play as a fox. You play as the last mother fox on Earth. That sounds terrible. I, I don't think I want to play I, a game where I... Nah, that sounds like it'd make me uh, emotional, and I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, well, not only that, but I thought you were going to say something else, by the way. Yeah? Because you were like the last mother fox. I was like, whoa! Uh, <laughs> uh, coming to PC, we got Mary and Bayou, The Road Home. Uh, All right. You, 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 you play as a like a, a grasshopper, I think. Okay. What's with all these animal games coming out? I don't know. It's nuts. Speaking of animal games... Stray is out July 19th, uh, so tomorrow, today. Uh, Only for PS4 and PS5 now, but I don't know if it's going to be one of those, like, exclusives or one of those timed exclusives. I'm not 100% sure. I believe it's a timed exclusive, yeah. Because it is out on PC as well. Um, So so it's not a PS exclusive. I think it's just a timed exclusive. uh, Yeah, yeah. So uh, Apex Legend Gaiden Gaiden is coming to the... uh, uh, handheld devices um android ios ps4 ps5 it's coming for everything switch xbox one xbox series x so uh i don't know is this like an expansion or is this a whole new game i am not sure i don't know i don't know how you play a game like that on your phone yeah i have no idea um obviously as dusk falls will also be out um i will be playing this obviously it's one of my it's a game i like uh, but it's a different story. It takes place over 30 years so and about two families. So, oh, I'll check it out. See if I like it. It's out tomorrow, today. Uh, Fallen Angel. No, it's not about Christopher Daniels. Uh, Fallen Angel is out for the Switch. Uh, a sympathy of pixel art and demon-fueled action is what the synopsis says. It's a 2D top-down ARPG with strategic fast-paced combat. Right. Top for the Switch. Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance 2. Yes, it's real. I did not know this thing was still around. But it is out. PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. It's old school hack and slash. It's Boulder's Gate. It's Dark Alliance 2. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I talked about Boulder's Gate like last week, and now they're making I didn't even realize they're making the game. Uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, Trials of the Dragon King. Uh, that's an expansion um, to some Final Fantasy game. That's a long name for just an expansion pack, by the way. Just not. 
Uh, it is yeah. out for everything. Uh, Hazel Sky is out for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, heartfelt adventure about a young engineer facing his destiny and his desires. Okay. Severed Steel is out for PS5 uh, and PS4 and Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Uh, a single-player first-person shooter. But you have, like, you can, like, I guess, control time and shit. Stunts. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Dread Out 2 is out for PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Uh, it's a third-person action-adventure survival game. Um, I think we've talked about this. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, because it's the game where you have to use your smartphone to like look for ghosts. Weird. Uh, Tombstar and Bait or Jail are coming to PC. Um, Hell Pie is coming to... <laughs> Hell Pie is coming to PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Uh, uh-huh. Hell Pie is an obscene 3D platformer that takes bad taste to the next level. <laughs> you play as Nate, the demon of bad taste. You're given the honorable task of gathering the disgusting ingredients for Satan's infamous birthday pie. Oh, God. <laughs> Who the hell made that? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, Bright Memory Infinite is out for PS5, Switch, and Xbox Series X. Uh, First-person action shooter set in a future city in 2036. Um, yeah, see, it's like it's like a supernatural scientific first-person shooter. Uh, Hellfire, Hellfire was made. I don't know who made it. Doesn't tell me who made it. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, d- 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 oh my god. Dangon Rampa S Ultimate Summer Camp. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> For PS4, Switch, Android, and iOS. Uh I apparently this is uh like an like a uh Mario Party game for some sort of group of games called Dangan Dangan Rampa. I've never heard of that, but apparently this is like a Mario Party type of game. Uh, River City Saga Three Kingdoms is coming to the Switch. Post Void out for the PS4 and PS5. A hypnotic scramble of early first-person shooter designs that value speed above all else. It's old-school graphics, too. So, yeah, throwback. Right. Uh, Bunny Must Die, Chelsea and the Seven Devils. <laughs> God damn, that's going to the Switch. Uh, <laughs> Coromon is coming to the Switch on July 21st. Uh, a lot of PC games here. Princess Loot Pixel again, too. Jesus Christ. It's going to Xbox One. Um, save cats, kill dragons, kiss the princess. That's what, that's what this game says. I have no idea. It's like a. <laughs> it looks like it's a 2D side scroller type of game, dungeon crawler type of game. 
<sighs> Capcom Arcade Second Stadium is coming on July 22nd. Uh, it's another collection of arcade games from Capcom. It is going to be out on PS4, PS5, uh, Switch, and Xbox One. Live Alive HD 2D Remake uh, is out for the Switch. That's a big one, right? Oh, yeah. We, we, we're going to play that one. Yeah, that's the one that hasn't been available in the uh, United States, right? Yeah, it was a it was a basically a Super Nintendo game, but it's a it Super Famicom, and it came out uh, yeah Super Nintendo days, and it's been stuck in Japan the long yeah. time. So that'll be out on Friday, um, and it and it's got a wrestling level, so we have to play it. <laughs> and that is gonna do it for this week. What a collection of games! Um, Aliens Fire Team Elite Season f- is coming out too. Season four for the uh, apparently that's a game. Um, season four. Uh, yeah, coming. yeah. I remember when that game came out. I didn't realize it was going to be a service game. I thought it yep. was going to be more of a a team up action game. But no, it's a it's one of those service games. Yeah. Which, um, that's going to do it for this week. What a collection of games coming this week. You've got, I, I mean, you got a you got a good uh good collection of games to pick from this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if "good" is the correct word. But there's a bunch. <laughs> it's a variety. It's a wide variety for sure. Uh, for every system. Uh, I didn't even talk about the weird PC games that are coming. Uh, those are out there. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's a lot of weird stuff coming out this week. Some of these games, I just don't even understand. <laughs> yeah. That's, gonna, that's, that's all the games this week. Uh, we'll have more next week. And oh boy, do we have some next week. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for this pod. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap this one up. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate you. We will see you on Thursday morning at 6 a.m. for another edition where we'll be doing some more fantasy booking, also looking at Raw, NXT, and all the latest in video games. Uh, and all that fun stuff. Oh, we'll be doing the history of gaming next day on that show as well. Another topic, another yeah. another fun, fun episode. So as always, you can follow us on all the social media at Sabri ENT. That would be the Twitter, the TikTok, the Instagram, and the YouTubes. Uh, all at S-A-B-R-Y-E-N-T. Facebook, it is High Scores and High Spots. Give us a follow, a like, whatever you want to do. If you like this podcast, give it a subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it around so all your friends know about it. For Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you to always hit your spots and set your scores. Later.